the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I didn't get to finish my riddle before I ran out of time. So here's the riddle. If a prostitute or a tramp is someone who sleeps with someone for reasons other than um, authentic attraction, deep love, what is the word for someone who sleeps with someone for their own gain and ends up owing the person they slept with money? Uh, The name would be Stormy Daniels. That's what we're talking about. Remember Stormy Daniels, the adult film actress? Her real name is Stephanie Clifford. Uh, Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump apparently had a liaison. She says they did. He says they did not. I tend to believe her. I tend to believe her that they did. But she signed a non-disclosure agreement and then violated it. And she then decided to sue Donald Trump. And so she did. Her lawyer, Michael Avenatti, ended up being convicted himself of a whole host of things, defrauding her out of money, uh, trying to extort money from Nike, uh, various other tax evasion and embezzlement and aggravated identity theft charges. So he's a, he skipped a lot of classes in law school, Michael Avenatti. Well, the legal fees from... Stormy Daniels' case against Trump, she's now been ordered to pay those fees to Trump to the tune of $540,000. Basically half for a federal case and half for a case in the state of Texas. Now she says, I will go to jail before I pay a penny. Uh, Fact check true. <laughs> you you will go to jail if you don't pay a penny. So we'll see how this shakes out. Now, fact checking is often a misnomer in our current world. Uh, the fact checking organizations out there are typically, um, well, they're uh, massage businesses for repositioning circumstances that make things that are factual look like they are, in fact, not factual, or that they are misrepresented. Take the case, cases, of Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She will be voted on next week. She will most likely be confirmed to the Supreme Court. Although I was hearkened today, uh, on my way into the office after my workout, I caught Rob Portman, the senator from Ohio on the Hugh Hewitt Show. Uh, Rob Portman is retiring. That's why we have such a steel cage match between Jane Timken, Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel, 
J.D. Vance and Matt Dolan. They're all angling for the right to run for Portman's spot in the Senate. And Portman is, well, he's one of the Republican senators who went along with Joe Biden on the infrastructure bill. Because we haven't spent enough money yet. So let's spend $2 trillion on bridges and roads. Portman wouldn't say flat out that he won't support Katanji Brown-Jackson, but he said everything but that. And she should not be supported because this is, she is, the leftist dream justice. I've said before, a lot of you don't believe me, but tell me I'm wrong in light of what Disney has said against the Florida law that makes it illegal to discuss sexual orientation I hate to use the word gender because gender is a phony concept. Male-female issues in schools for kindergarten, second grade, first grade, second grade, third grade. Makes it illegal to do that. Kids are not mature enough. They're under nine, they're nine or under. They shouldn't be spoken to in that vein. They don't have any idea what's going on. Any They shouldn't. They're not going through puberty yet. They shouldn't have that discussed. I don't think they should discuss that in schools, period. Should be a parental issue, but certainly not at those ages. Well, Katanji Brown-Jackson is going to be the standard bearer for what I have said for a long, long time, is the Democrats' goal, the progressive, which Democratic words always mean the opposite of what the words say. Progressive is not progressive at all, unless it's a progressive descent into an awful, evil pit of lies and twisted logic. She's going to be the standard bearer for the progressives' attempt to decriminalize pedophilia. She is carrying that banner, and she is carrying it proudly. And, and, how has it been portrayed? Oh, well, it's racist to ask her about her judicial record. Or it's misogynistic to try to keep her off the court because she's the first black woman. It's a smear. It's disingenuous. It's demagoguery. It's all these criticisms that they can lob at Josh Hawley and other senators, Ted Cruz, Marsha Blackburn, who have brought these issues up. Marsha Blackburn was racist for asking Katanji Brown-Jackson if she could define a woman. What is a woman? Marsha Blackburn should have said, Joe Biden says he wants a black woman on the court. Are you a black woman? What makes you sure you are? That would have been a way to get a definition. But there's one case out there that has gotten a lot of attention because Katanji Brown-Jackson's view is that if you're ah, you're caught in that awkward age, you're 17 years old, you're a juvenile, you're curious about sex, your hormones are raging, and you happen upon some pictures on the Internet, and oh, my goodness, you're, you're just unable to pull yourself away from them, and you're looking at the images, and, uh, you know, you've seen, well, by the time you pull yourself away from the computer, uh, hundreds of images— you shouldn't be sentenced to a long, 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 long time in jail for that. Because it was just, you know, intellectual teenage curiosity. That's all it was. That's her position. Well, in that case, the details are um, quite a bit more depraved and quite a bit more dangerous. Uh, the offender in the case had 17 videos. Not one. Not one. 17 videos on his phone and his laptop, which showed, among other things, and this is where I get into a tough situation because I like to keep my show 
as classy as I can. You might have a child in the car. I don't want to say something that would cause you to have a difficult conversation with them later. But one of the videos on the phone was an 11-year-old boy being raped by an adult man. 17-year-old boy had this on his phone, but it was of an 11-year-old boy. He also told an undercover officer that he preferred, he had a preference for young boys like this. He attempted to post these videos on YouTube. Now, Ketanji Brown-Jackson didn't just give him a couple months in jail, three. She also, when sentencing him, apologized to him for not having the leeway to let him go without any punishment. Here's exactly what she said. This is truly a difficult situation. I appreciate that your family is in the audience. I feel so sorry for them and for you and for the anguish that this has caused all of you. This was not what she said to the boys in the video. This is what she said to the 17-year-old boy, the 17-year-old offender. He was 18 by the time he went to court. This is what she said to the offender, to the guilty. She felt sorry for him and all he had been through. She continued. Even after giving him a light sentence, she had to apologize for that. I feel terrible about the collateral consequences of this conviction. Sex offenders are truly shunned in our society, but I have no control over the collateral consequences. Well, on the Supreme Court, as Clarence Thomas and as others cycle off the court, die off the court, she will have control over those consequences. She will have the opportunity to set precedent from the bench. And 50 Democratic senators are going to approve her on the court. And a few Republicans are going to approve her as well, although so far the only one who said they will is Susan Collins, who's a disaster. Oh, by the way, this uh, 18-year-old boy who was just you know intellectually curious and had 17 videos on his phone, but you know had been through so much and got a three-month sentence, he reoffended. He reoffended. The goal of incarceration is, of course, to evoke change behavior, and his behavior did not change. So the whole entire mishmash of events in the news. Transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, upheld by the NCAA, protected by the NCAA. Disney, railing against, saying outright they will actively work to overturn the parents' rights and education law, which makes it illegal to indoctrinate kids in sexual gender identity nonsense. And Ketanji Brown-Jackson on the Supreme Court is all part is all part of a concerted effort by the Democratic Party, the leftist wing of the Democratic Party, which is to say Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, AOC, the young influential parts of that party, and the old people who just love power so much they're not going to fight, not going to marginalize, not going to demonize, not going to move aside the whack jobs, that mindset is becoming the norm in the Democratic Party. They want to decriminalize abortion for any 
child at any point in the gestation period. And some states, including Maryland, want to make it legal to abort a child after it is born and survives for up to 30 days. For up to 30 days. Look it up. Not making it up. So, as I've said before, you don't get to sit this one out. You know, some of this stuff you can sit out. I don't live near the southern border. Am I going to worry about it? By the way, those border issues will find you. They will find us. They will find us with drugs. They will find us with human trafficking. They will find us with violence of some sort. They will find us. But it doesn't appear to be an imminent threat, so I get it. Afghanistan, you may never have served. You may not know anyone who served. May not touch you. Ukraine may not touch you. But if kids can be sexualized, indoctrinated, that's one you don't get to sit out. So if you're sitting it out and you're determined to sit it out to protect your little corner of the world, hoping nobody will come knock on your door, nobody will come, try to shove this stuff at you, your family, your kids, their kids, your grandkids. Um, I would not want you to look back on this day and rue that you were not aware, didn't see it coming, or didn't know that it's a battle you have to engage in, because I, de- I absolutely positively believe that it is. It will be interesting to see if the sudden relevance of the Hunter Biden laptop, the one that was Russian disinformation, the one that 50 former intelligence officials said you should pay no attention to when it arose in a New York Post report one month before the 2020 election. It'll be interesting to see if this does result in Hunter Biden being indicted. It is really humorous uh, in an aggravating, (laughs) infuriating sort of way. To now see, well, let's count them up, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, MSNBC, all suddenly magically find room on their pages and in their newscasts for reports about Hunter Biden's laptop, which the New York Times now says, imagine, is authentic, is verified to be Hunter Biden's laptop. All those emails, all those pictures, all those details of all his business dealings in China, Ukraine, Russia. All authentic. Here's CNN talking about it yesterday. Well, Brianna, this is a very real, very substantial investigation of potentially serious federal crimes. We are seeing federal prosecutors in Delaware do exactly what you would expect to see federal prosecutors do in this situation. They're talking to witnesses. They're bringing people into the grand jury. They're issuing subpoenas. And I would expect, as Evan reported, they're now gaining steam and they need to make a decision, I think, in the at least intermediate future. This case has been going on for four years, and there is a realistic chance this could result in federal charges, of course. Then we'd be in unprecedented political territory, not legal territory, but a situation of having potentially the Justice Department prosecuting and trying to imprison the son of the president. Did you notice how long he said this case has been going on? Four years, he said. Four years. That's CNN's chief legal correspondent. Four years? Didn't four years overlap the 2020 presidential campaign and election? I think so. 
I wish it didn't. Then Joe Biden would be out of office because he'd have been in office four years. But it overlapped. Did you hear anything about Hunter Biden from CNN then? Oh, no, he did not. But he's right. It has been going on four years. He's not wrong. It has been. It's just been on the down low. And so this laptop, the problem with all these people coming to the table late is now they have to find a justification for saying what they are saying and why they didn't say it when it would most decidedly have been headline news all across the country. And the way that they have hit upon this to justify their clear um, collusion to keep this out of the news is to, of course, take their talking point from the White House. And Jen Psaki saying, well, Hunter Biden's a private citizen. Hey, he's not a, he's not a government. Yeah, he wasn't elected office. He's a private citizen. Oh, really? He's a private citizen. The, the son of the sitting president. Nothing he does is relevant. What do you know? Did the Trump kids get that benefit? I don't think so. Did Billy Carter, brother of Jimmy Carter, was he in the news all the time? I think he was. But this is the way they get around it and is also to say, which this is not exactly proven yet. It's not proven at all, but they're not going to go talk to Tony Bobolinsky about it and ask him. Is it, oh, okay, this looks bad for Hunter Biden, but, uh, I mean, you know, Joe Biden, he's totally innocent in this. If you don't believe it, listen to Joe Biden's chief bootlick, Andrea Mitchell, on MSNBC. Washington Post's reporting and a lot of other reporting on Hunter Biden has been, you know, disturbing. There's been a lot of, you know, there was a lot of smoke there, but not what President Clint, the former President Trump, is claiming. Oh, not what President Trump is claiming. Not what President Trump is claiming, of course, because Joe Biden, he can't be guilty of what President Trump said during the debates, which is you've gotten rich off this. And he has gotten rich off this. Now, Guy Benson, Fox News, host of the Guy Benson Show, weighing in on the sudden media interest out there in Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay, they don't get to really talk about conspiracy theories and, oh, look at all this smoke a year and a half late. There were other people reporting this stuff before the last election, and they all colluded with each other and big tech and the Biden administration to shut the whole thing down. And they called it Russian disinformation without any proof, without any evidence. That wasn't true at all. And here we are, month after month after month after month later, and the New York Times and the Washington Post suddenly are getting out in front of, I don't know, indictments or something coming down the pike in this federal investigation into Hunter Biden, which is ramping up. And by the way, oh, there's there's no real connection to Joe Biden is what we keep hearing. There's no evidence on that yet. Maybe, maybe not. But I remember an interview that Tucker Carlson did with Tony Bobulinski, who worked with Hunter Biden on this stuff. Before the election, October 2020, maybe they can go back and watch that videotape because it exists. They can maybe find it on YouTube and then they can write a story about it, confirming it perhaps in like a year. Maybe they'll wait till after the midterm elections. And then Tony Bobulinski might be discovered by the media (laughs) and the revelations that he has at least alleged on national television that they all ignored and laughed at. Do you remember where Tony Bobulinski was when Tucker Carlson interviewed him? I do. Tony Bobulinski was in Nashville at the same building where the debate was taking place. That's where Tucker Carlson interviewed. He held a press conference. No one else came but Tucker Carlson. No one. No one from the Washington Post. No one from the New York Times. No one from the Boston Globe, LA Times, Chicago Tribune. Nobody from ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN. Nobody. 
Nobody came. It wasn't that they came and listened to him and said, mm, this guy's a, kind of kind of a nut job. We can't print this kind of stuff. He's making crazy allegations. We can't print this. They didn't even go. They didn't even want to hear it. They weren't even going to give it any time because then, you know, if you don't give it any time, then, well, you don't give it any time on your air or on your pages. But the Hunter Biden laptop, now that everybody's starting to look at it, uh, funny thing about people who show up late to a story, they have to freshen the story and they have to look for things that haven't been previously reported. And so the Daily Mail has reported that one of the emails from Hunter Biden's laptop shows that he helped secure millions of dollars in funding for a Department of Defense contractor specializing in research on bioweapons. How unfortunate. That at a time where it's no longer fantasy and the stuff of Hollywood, that a pandemic could threaten the world's population and could dramatically alter the lives of every citizen in the world. We're not just reading it or watching it on a big screen now. We've lived it. That Hunter Biden might be mixed up in something. People tend to take that a little bit more seriously now than they did before. So they're late to the party, but at least they're coming to the party. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.